Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. It's Jace, and uh, here we go. Round two. And I heard Al Tubi got hurt uh, yesterday in that World Baseball League, and I think it is a broken thumb. That is not good for the Astros. Start the season out. Oh, well. All right, well, let's run down to Tiki Island for better news. Let's check in with Captain James Plogg this morning. <laughs> hey, James, what's up, man? Yo, man, want some good news, bud? <laughs> yeah. Well, no news is good news. No news is good news, brother. I'm telling you, what's going on with you, bud? Nothing, man. Moving down slow, man. I can get up. Well, oh, I made it. Uh, I got up and I faded. Didn't go. Got up and faded. I do that a yeah. lot. Wait, wait till you get about ten more years under you. There's a lot of that oh, fading man. goes on. Oh, man, hey, how hard is it blowing? It's got to be blowing twenty five. You know, when I first got here this morning, it was blowing two at the Galveston Channel, and now it's uh, Tiki Mike texted me and said it'll blow your hair out right now. It's northeast about twenty five or whatever. Let me. Look yeah, at no, <laughs> man, I got up off the couch not too long ago. North, northeast at 24 down on the Galveston Channel. Man, I didn't miss that much. How about that? I can almost tell from this range hood how hard it's blowing. Oh, hearing it come through your range hood in the kitchen? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, mine does the same thing when the wind's out of the east or northeast. Northeast is what I get it, bro. You don't really hear <laughs> too much of it. When it's northeast, it's over about 20. And when it really gets good, that little fan thing, because that cover deal like blew off or got greasy we threw it away or something happened right you know, if it blows really hard at a little fan it'll start moving a little bit that's when it's pretty much time to wrap it up yeah that's uh yeah. they are here's the forecast for today just for galveston windy cloudy skies it'll become partly cloudy this afternoon high of 57 with winds north northeast 25 to 35 and higher wind gusts possible how about Man. some of that must be some kind of low pressure deal formed on that front out there in the Gulf. Or is it raining? Does it go rain too? Or no rain. No, there's no chance of rain today. Hey, how about my house? About ten yesterday morning, it's sleeting there. 
Man, I can't believe you told me that because I had to go. I sent you the picture of it. Do you see all that sleet laying on my deck? Zoom in on it and you can see it good. It was real tiny, but it was sleet. It was enough to cover the deck. Well, I, I had to go pick Dana up to go do that deal we had to do. I had to go to Conroe. I said, look, I'll come pick you up. <clears throat> he said, well, let me drive. I said, no, dude, I ain't driving nowhere with you. I'll come pick you up, <clears throat> get in. You navigate me up there. So I get there, get me some coffee. He said, man, you think we ought to go? I said, what do you mean do I think we ought to go? What's wrong? Man, it's sleeping. I said, it's sleeping. He said, yeah, there's a sleeping point on my phone. South I-10. I said, I don't know, dude. I didn't see no sleet. I think we're going to be okay. But it really did sleet, huh? It did. It was it was on radar yesterday morning, you know, west of San Antonio on that big line of rain that was moving our way. And I didn't think it was moving that fast. I can't believe how – I mean, I, I got off the phone with Sharky and it started raining in Galveston. You know, that's how fast it was moving on radar. Yeah, I saw it when I got ready to leave here. It was a big old pink glob on top of all that rain, you know, to the north of that rain. And I guess it trained right through my area. That's pretty cool. I guess. <laughs> Here it is, March, and it's sleeting. <laughs> well, man, it's, it's it's pretty nasty. When is winter really over? The 20th? <laughs> What's today? Man, I don't know. I've had Monday, no... I think, ain't it? Yeah, yeah something like that. So, really, we're still... No, first day of spring is Monday, so get ready. You probably put okay, your shorts yeah. on and T-shirts and put the sunscreen on. Hey, and, and my pecan trees did start popping a little bit yesterday. Those buds on the end started opening up, so here we go. It's uh, well, maybe winter's it, a, winter's pretty much over according to the pecan trees, and they usually don't lie. Yeah, but you know, usually we get this thing here around Easter. You know, this, right. these kind of things. So, and everything's done early this year. So, hopefully, well, I've seen it. some good Fridays that were just unbearable. Yeah, terrible, man. <laughs> terrible. Cold. It's pretty cold. I don't think. What the water temperature got? What did I text you yesterday? 57. Yeah, you, you sent me a text yesterday evening and said it was 57 at the causeway. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. What is it, was, it this uh, morning? The Probably coolest the this morning uh, at Eagle Point is 56 water temp. Gosh, dog. Man, you talk about starting over. Hey, mm. we get to start over again, man. Isn't it fun? Man, I don't know <laughs> about that. I don't know about that. I was kind of mm-hmm. all that winter wonderland garbage clothes, pants, fields, and all that stuff. I done threw back away. Now I got to get it back out. <laughs> you have to get your fleece bottoms back out, 56 degree water. Yeah, I'll be getting them Sims. Sims jumpsuit thing you wear on your waders. Yeah. Yeah, I, got, I don't and, have one of the them. the sleeves but... that go over the top of them. Boy, that, hey, you get cold in that, you better go home. Yeah, ain't that the truth. Those things are, <clears throat> that material is good. I just have the pants. I don't have that suit, something like that, that suit. See, I got I that suit where it, uh, you know, it just zips up. It's like a short, short john. It's got the stirrup pants, you know, the leggings. And then it zips right. up all the way up to your chest, and it's sleeveless. And then you put the sleeves on over the top of them out of the same material. And you put your waders on with that, 
you get cold with that on, go home. You need to not be there. That's exactly right. <laughs> if anybody right. made it, if anybody made it besides Sims, I'd have one. But hey, the only time I got cold with that setup going was that morning I was wading up in the pocket and you were out there drifting, and I watched you make the same drift three times. I said, "Hey, James is catching something out there deep." I said, "The reason we're hey, not catching him in here." Oh, it was cold. That water was ice cold. And and uh, I told David and Tony and them, I said, man, we need to get in the boat. I said, I'm about, I can't, I'm numb. I can't even feel my legs. I'm so cold. They said, we, we weren't going to say anything, but we we're ready to go too. I said, well, let's hey, go jump, got, jump on James out there. <laughs> what nobody out there but me and you. I know it. It, it was a mirror lure about that day too. They were crushing mirror lures. It's bad. I mean, I don't know how many fish we caught that day, but, you know, by about 1 o'clock, it got, like, really, really good. You know, we were kind of pecking. I was just happy to catch one fish that morning, and it was a nice fish, about three and a half, four pounds. I said, well, I was wanting to go home. I didn't even know why I went. There was nothing fish on it. It was cold, like, really cold. And we catch one. I said, man, there's one, there's more. There's but the only thing I saw that morning was about five or six pelicans sitting out there. I never saw them all, and I never saw nothing. And, uh, and we went back through there, and I think we caught one or two more. Now I'm kind of getting perky. I said, man, I think they're here. And the next time we went through there, packs and packs. We got down a little bit further toward cross, and, man, we hit them. And that's, that's the same. That's about the time you were coming off the bank. I mean, I think you got there. Yeah, I had to. We had to get out of the water, man. And you know, the day before, I whacked them in there waiting, and just I guess overnight that water temperature dropped just enough that they decided to roll out deep and get on all that knuckle shell out there. Man, I want to say when I left the park that morning, it was like forty-six point nine. I remember it not being forty-seven or forty-six point nine. That's why I was questioning, like, man, what am I doing? <clears throat> but that's how many fish there was back there. It was cool that day. It wasn't nobody but me and you. I know we each caught 50, 60 fish that day. Yeah. At least y'all caught some big ones. I think we caught a couple of big ones. Yeah. That, that was good fishing. And it was cold. Yeah, it was. I've been cold so many times. I know. I've had some well, miserable trips, but, boy, we've caught some fish in that stuff. Man. Look at all them old-timers we grew up with it. Man, back in the day, they'd get those rip snorting cold fronts, and they'd getting off its bow, man. <laughs> and I could, you know, their eyes are, ga- you know, icing up on their guides, on their rods, and man, they're just catching these big old stove pipes, huge trout. I guess we bingos and mirror lures and plugs. We didn't care about being cold. We, we didn't have good stuff. I mean. Just, no, there wasn't any good stuff. gear back then. That just tells you how tough them old timers were. Yeah. You know, I remember their hands looked like those, leather. Oh, they were nasty. Those only thing we could get to keep warm. Remember them? They were cheap. They came in a two piece in that plastic bag with bottoms and tops. Some old white thermal underwears. That's yeah. Anybody had? <laughs> I'd get like two or three pair of bottoms. Hey, I've still got some of those. I wear them deer hunting sometimes. You really? I think I got nothing left anymore. Yeah, thermals, thermals. Yeah, but Under Armour and everybody's make such good uh, layer material. You know that uh, that all started. We got all that stuff. That came from all the snow skiers and everything. The way they'd layer, they they 
you couldn't bulk up and put all that clothing on and they had the the thin layers that went on under your your ski bibs and all that and uh that's where all that came from the first pair of thin things under armor <laughs> columbia yeah. the first thin thing that i had this was years ago you know me i went skiing one time i hated it i don't know nothing about skiing <laughs> and i was looking for something like that this was a long time ago before under armor and all that stuff and you you know what they are they were called hot chilies mm-hmm. and it was real thin like what i wear the under armor i wear the i wear all under armor stuff the the real tight compression ones that are for the heat mm-hmm. that got under armor that's what i wear stuff. Yeah, I don't know, but them hot chilies was good. They were really good. I lost them, man. I lost them somewhere. They fell out of my truck or something. That was a long time ago. But the Under Armour, from what I see, for your undergarments, make the best I've I've seen. Well, That's and it's like. uh, it's it's breathable, but it holds the heat. And then you know, like when you're skiing, you don't want to get you know you don't want to sweat and get wet and that cold. And that that's when you're done. And uh, yeah, we those base layers like that uh, were breathable enough where you didn't sweat, but it kept you warm, kept that kept your core up, you know, your temperature. And see, I got it dialed in now. What temperatures that I need? What like well, before all this winter wonderland stuff? <clears throat> I would just you know put my tight compression ones on, and then my shorts, and that's all I wear. You're good. You don't need fleece bottoms. And then you got the temperature. Well, you got to put your fleece on over that. Then you got where it gets nasty. You put your other unarmors on. You put the fleece on under them. That's for your 46, 47 degree weather. I got it dialed in. I know what socks to pour on. I ain't getting cold and wet no more, dude. I spent my whole life like that. Man, I was a kid waiting for you that day. Man, we left from, I guess, Crawley's. And I went with you and your guys. I was a kid, 21, 22 years old. Went to Hodges, and uh, we all got out. You went out deep. I was going down the ridge, and I went about five steps and went on a log and went head first. Remember that? Oh, man, that was miserable. Yeah, you know what time you, we came in? Dark. 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 I was wet all I never forgot that. I was That was like almost – that was 40 Well, you paid ago. me I back when me and you that. and Dana went to Calcasieu that time. I went under twice that day. <laughs> it twice. Took me back. 25 years to pay you back, though. Oh, we were laughing at you that I've day. I've never been so miserable in all my life. I never thought we'd ever get back to the ferry landing and put that boat on a trailer and go home. Guess what time we got in that night? Dark. Dark. The sun, the sun can't went down see to can't we see. Yeah, because we Crazy. had to run from uh, – we ran from uh, the east Turner end Bay. all the way back to the yeah. ferry landing. Yeah. Ran from Turner Bay all the way back down to the ferry landing. That was stupid. Oh, it was cold. We were laughing. Boy, we caught, we caught some pigs that day. Let me knock man, this break out, James. Too. I'll come right back at you, man. All right, man. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse, Croker's. Located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display, different size bottles. They're regulators, diffusers. They even refill your bottles right there at the store. And... If you need more info, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And if you're in there looking 
for some quality wild-caught Gulf seafood. They've always got it, and it's crawfish season. they got tons of them, folks. Great price, great availability. Check them out at boydsonestop.com, or you can call ahead of time, 409-945-4001, and check out their uh, their Cajun Grill over there in Santa Fe there by the high school. They boil them up. You can just drive through and get all you want. That's Boyd's One Stop. Go by and see the good folks there. Tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 521 here in the Bayou City. All right, James, we're back, man. Yo, buddy. I got a text from Hardy earlier. <laughs> he said, we're talking about all he said. Yeah, back in the day, all we had was Fruit of the Loom Long Johns. It's all we had, trinket trash. <laughs> yeah, nothing no good. <clears throat> man, Kenny's fighting with them Sims people again right now. And I told him, I said, dude, why do you even deal with that? You know, uh, he got a pair of waiters in November. That's when he bought them because he had, finally had to look it up. And, he, you know, Kenny dove hunting most of the fall. He fished some, but maybe wear them a few times, well, you know. Yeah. He been going that hard at it with me here, you know, going me and my guys, my vice person, whoever have a trip or whatever. Anyway, his brand new G nineties or whatever that garbage is, he started getting some leaks. Uh-oh. Then he started getting wet. Now his foot's wet. So he called him. They like they don't even know that they don't even know who you are. Oh yeah, well, you know. He said, man, but I need a pair of waiters. He said, oh, yeah. Well, whatever. Send them in. We'll see what we can do. 
no time frame, no nothing. Not like, hey, man, I bought these in November. I need them every day. No help. What? Which is the same thing I went through. Yeah. And I told him, I just started laughing. I said, dude, I told you, go throw them in the trash. Go buy you a pair of Patagonias. Or buy, I tell you who's supposed to send us some waiters. And I don't want to tell you they're good or bad yet because I don't know. It was the Grundings people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're the big time, high end, whatever they are. I don't yeah, know. Grunning but, makes uh, good uh, good foul weather gear. I wonder, uh, are they going to be breathable? You know, the the lightweight like we like? Yeah, like, yeah, Mickey. Now nah, they're, they're coming after. That now? Okay. Yeah, they're coming after the market because I, I wear a lot of their stuff fishing. Uh, hey, I got no deal with them, no work for them. Now they are sending us some waders, and they're you know high end waders, and I think they have zipper and non zipper. I ain't a big zipper guy. You know, you see all these all your sims. I'm your sim steel tester. Look at me. I got underwear, <laughs> keychains, and socks, and all that. They're all down there in South Texas, dude. They wander around and need eat hit deep water. Well, you right. know if you're leaking. You know, you get up here and have to really wade like like me and you and out there top your waders. You got any flaws in waiters? You're supposed to find them, you know. Right. So that's all your field stuff. They all do these interviews and got them half zipped down and all that. And I'm like, man, you gotta be kidding me. But that's another example. And then somebody told me, and I hate to bash people, but those people are, are have gone bad. Uh, somebody told me they sold again to like Columbia. One of my customers so told me that. Sold what to Columbia? Sims, the Sims company, well, it sold once, and then it sold again here recently to, like, Columbia. And that's I what one you. of my guys told me. <clears throat> so, it's a shame. Such a good company. At one point in time, they had the best waiters, best stuff, no doubt. No doubt. But it's like anything, Mickey, they get big and get good, and, and you know, your customer service goes down, your quality goes down. You know, we want to charge you the same thing for something that's a lot less quality. I actually want to charge you more. I'm going to charge you 800 instead of 600 and when they start leaking in a month, we're not going to fix them for you. We're going to tell you to hang on there, and we'll get you in about six weeks. Wow. Now, the Patagonia have had really good luck. Now, you know, and I, I told the people at Patagonia I had, had, had an issue. I said, look, man, I don't take care of nothing. I said, they, they go on every day, and they – Go in the back of the truck, well, not in the bed, but throw on the floor of the truck. I get them out the next morning. I don't, he said, you ever rinse them? I said, no, sir. Very seldom. Maybe when I'm done at the end of the time, they'll wear them. And he was cool. And they sent me a text back. said, man, dude, we don't know, but you're like done. So here's your credit for your new waiters. Okay. I like, because Cameron got them for me while we were driving home one day from some retail shop. So I called the dude. Actually answered the guy. I said, "Hey man, you know, do you need me to take this credit and go to a retailer?" He said, "Man, let me please." He put me on hold. He come back. He said, "Man, I think we got about thirty pair here. Why don't I just two day you a pair of them?" I said, "That would be great. I'd appreciate it." Just super nice people to work with. And Patagonia is large. They're a huge giant company. Oh yeah, couldn't have been no, couldn't have been, couldn't have been no better, Mickey, and so nicer. And since that time, I think I've had them. This probably be third season, third spring or fall, how we go about the season. Yeah, I think you, this ought to be about the third year. I remember <clears> when <throat> you got them. And several of my customers, they have a zip-up version, and several of my customers have bought them. I said, look, man, I got no deal. I ain't trying to pawn nothing. This is what I'm wearing, and they're good. And everybody's had real good – well, nobody's leaking yet. So, 
you know, they haven't had a chance to deal with their customer service. If you get some SIM stuff, you're going to deal with their customer service people pretty quick because you're going to start leaking or zipper's going to be bad, and you're going to need their customer service because their product ain't no good. Right. Well, that goes a long way, man, customer service. Oh, Mickey, all somebody wants to do is somebody help them. Let me talk to a person. Make it simple. Yeah, you want to talk talk instead of, you know, sending emails back and forth. Yeah, just that's aggravating. Yeah, because, hey, you and I ain't got no money. We don't. But we're going to buy good stuff from the job that we do, and all I want somebody, and that's why I was telling somebody the other day, look, I have people I work with from my mechanic to whoever I have. They're my guys, and that's who I use. That's who takes care of me. I don't ask what the price is. I don't barter them down. We just do business. Hey, can you take care of this? Especially a lot of people work on my big boat, and everybody I do business with. You got it, man. What you need? I said, man, I need this. I'm kind of in a bind. You got it. I don't know. Well, how much is that? What do you think that's going to cost? I don't ask none of that. They take care of me, and I'll take care of them if they need it. I mean, that's the way it should be. And then you don't mind paying $1,200 or $1,000 for a pair of waders. It doesn't matter because I know I'm supposed to be taken care of. You spend eight or 900 bucks, and you're leaking in two months, and you can't even get anybody on the phone, and you can't get your stuff back six or seven weeks that's a joke man that's no good yeah especially when you're using their product to make a living with you know you got to have the right and you're selling them just now maybe you and i don't sell them like you uh what you call them facebook guys that set up the camera and do youtube stuff but i told a guy one time that's all for that's that's just pampering their sponsors is all that is they ain't trying to sell nothing they're just you know trying to get all the free stuff they can get that's the way everybody gauges their uh, their uh, success as being a, a fishing guide nowadays is by all the free stuff they can get. Look at ain't me. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? It is. I'm like, hey, I told him. I'm not going to be liable. I, I mean, I'm only going to promote what I know is good. I'm not. It's just like on this show when with advertisers. I'm I'm not going to endorse them unless it's the real deal. You know, that's I'm the way saying, it goes. And, I'm the same way. If it doesn't and, work. I would rather pay for my stuff and not have to owe anybody anything or have to show up at a show and work for five days to get a couple of fishing reels, you know, that kind of deal. No, I'm I'm not your guy. I'm going to no, use that, that product because it's the best I can get. And that, not and because that's the it way, was for free. That's the way that we came up with you, Blaine, and that's how we did it. And it's even... And I was telling a guy someday, well, you know, the young dudes, they're really, uh, there's a name for them, social media, or I got followers of this. I said, yeah, I, I get you. I said, I'm kind of old, but let me tell you what I do do. I run about 200 days a year with a lot of guys that's got some money. They can and go buy a thousand dollars waiter, and they're going to use what I'm using. I'm not going to fish two days, be on uh, the, 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 the phone deal for four or five days with my buddies. Showing you how many fish I catch. I'm going to take somebody that can go write a check for your product. And then if it's good, he's going to tell his other buddies at the country club. Yeah, have you noticed, you uh, speaking of all that, have you noticed all the uh, old photos? I mean, all the Facebook pictures this year from five years ago, three years ago, six years ago, that kind of deal. You got to look at it and go, I know that guy didn't catch those fish today, and you look at the date on there, and it was he reshared it, and uh, that's pretty funny. 
actually uh, one of my customers said trying to book in spring break trips man let's let's book up that calendar well it's the same thing mickey and it's like cameron then i ain't tooting my kid's horn but that kid started at nine years old champion boats and he's took him he's he's going to be 31 and he's and I'm going to brag on him a little bit. He get a boat on any boat on the planet. He started maybe. at the bottom and worked his way up. That's the way you should but all look, have to do it. These guys nowadays start out, start out at the top, man. They're they're instant heroes. On hey, I worked media. for y'all for eight or nine years before I could. Hey, man, y'all mind if I take dog at fishing? Or y'all mind if I, you know, because I was a kid. <laughs> I was trying to learn. And nowadays, just, you know, you can get on Google Earth. You can finance your big-time boat, your new truck. I mean, you can be a hero in a really short time. Yeah, and that's what these, these boat loans now are 15 and 20 years for a boat loan. Hell, Mickey, they're 200 grand, dude. That, <laughs> huh? Come on, man. I seen some. Baby Chance had his SCB out there. I saw it for sale. Here, I just got a deal on who bought out Sims. Vista Outdoors. Bought I want to own Columbia is. too. No, it's uh it's uh Camelback, Bushnell, Remington Ammo, bought Sims. So mm-hmm. hang on, who sent you that? Vaughn. Okay. Well I knew something just happened because somebody yeah. like I say one of my guys told me. And I always <laughs> preface that with that somebody told me it ain't something that i knew exactly told me let that. me knock this this break out and i'll come right back james hang on oh, a we're breaking up Go let's ahead, break man. them up baby all right you're listening to the outdoor show here at sports radio 610 we'll be right back hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 538 here in the Bayou City. All right, James, we're back again, buddy. One more Yoba. time. <laughs> mm. Well, we watch all that stuff happen to all them companies. Uh, you know, from Costa Del Mar to, you know, they start out really good. They're small, they're getting going, and, and we got good rapport with everybody. We know everybody, and we sell their product because it's good. And then we got to get more. We got to get more. So now you, you get into other rounds besides fishing. When Costa Del Mar started getting. Well, when they, they went after the college crowds to save save money, I mean, it's like an auto manufacturer. You know, if they can uh, 
save $1 per, you know, whatever item it is on a car. If they can just cut the cost of that item by $1 when they make millions of them, well, then they're, they're saving millions of dollars, and well, they're uh, saving that's millions where it gets them in trouble. But that's why they end up, and then it, then it, and it ends up biting them, you know. You know, uh, Mike, Mike Holliday used to be with them. He's with Baggio now. They're a good company. But hey, they that's what I'm wearing now is those Baggio it, glasses. They're big time. I love them. They, they're I super, love mine, dude. They're super and they, clean and clear, just, you know, just like, you know, Costa used to be when I'd order them. Yeah, and their customer service is good. What killed Costa on top of their stuff started to fall apart. Same deal. Well, you know, you know, get you an RDA number. Well, you know, that's going to be about $69. Uh, oh, we don't make that style no more. Well, your nose piece is what fell off, you know, just for me wearing them. And it got unfriendly to people, and they don't like that. And, uh, no, customer and service got, goes a long way. Service is parts availability and service, whatever field you're in, is the key. And just take, uh, it's just take like a boat dealer. They can stock the best outboard engine and the best boat on the market, but if they can't take care of their people, nobody's going to buy that stuff. They're going to go somewhere else. And that's why you and I have, you know, my sponsors are, are yours too or whoever. It could be a bunch. I could go get anything and talk about it, but it, it you know, like we work with a lot of whatever, you know, Mike Hamill's got. He's worked real hard on 13 reels to get them right. These new ones, they're damn good. I like oh, them. They G- work. Those GN2s are the cat's whisper. And the rods are you, Jimmy. Uh, in my opinion, in my opinion, and, and everybody makes a good rod, they're some of the best. And, and Jimmy's the best. About warranty. Well, it's service and warranty and all that, taking care of the customers after the sale. That is, that's it, and that's what's so yeah, great Jimmy, about Waterloo. Jimmy's old school, man. He's like us, and yep. it just, you know, just take care of people. You take care of people, do people right. You'll be successful, and you'll sell a lot of stuff. But everybody, like you say, we got to get more now, faster. We got to get greedy, and that gold greed stuff ends up biting you in the long run. It's going to get you sooner or later from big companies to just an individual dude. So, I don't know. That's that's my take. But I, I'll let you know about these, these waiters when you send them to us. And, uh, hey, they may not be no good. I may put them on in two days, go to leaking. I don't know. We got to, you know, if you field test to, hey, back when Friar Moo was in his heyday, if you want to field test something, just give it to Friar Moo. If it lasts more than about six weeks, you better build some of them. Yeah, you better. You <laughs> That last anybody fun. else a lifetime, man. They didn't call him animal for nothing. That ain't no kid. <laughs> that was his nickname, the animal. <laughs> man, he could he could feel that stuff, man. No matter what it was. Remember, he bought he that new that. truck that time we went dove hunting in it, and he backed into a tree and crushed the tailgate and the panel in on it, and said, "Hell, it's just cosmetic. Don't worry about it. It's it's Don't broken worry about now. It, man. Ready to go, baby. He's something else, man." <laughs> <laughs> But we use our stuff, you know. You go every day with this stuff. You're gonna find out if there's any flaws or weaknesses. You're gonna you're gonna find it pretty quick. That's exactly. And, you know, right. I'm realistic too. You know, I know that hey, nothing lasts a lifetime out here. But if it would last you and I, let's just say a year, well, it last the average guy like a really long time. So sure. it would be a good product for him to have, you know. Now, when it lasts us like two days or three weeks or something, no, man, that's not going to work, dude. <laughs> you need to go back to the drawing board. 
Yeah, I remember, uh, I don't know, it was 30 years ago, maybe even longer. I had old Louis Russo. He was like president of of Wrangler. You remember all that bunch we used to take fishing? Yes, and, yes. And uh, we're waiting over on the East Shoreline, and a certain reel company had sent me six of these new reels. Said, try them out, Mick. You're going to love them. This is our new saltwater reel. They're, they're just, and hey, it casted like a dream. It felt smooth as it could be. And the first uh, six-pound trout I set the hook on, the anti-reverse blew up, and that thing backlashed in my face with that big trout on. And uh, so I go back to the boat and put another one on. Come back out there, it did the same thing. I ended up throwing all them reels Uh-oh. in the water. Uh-oh. And um, <laughs> he called me and said, how you like those reels? I said, hey, bud, I'm I'm done with those reels. What do you mean? I said, they're garbage. They're junk. The anti-reverses won't even hold a six-pound trout. It blows up. And, uh, well, I'll send you some more. I said, no, don't bother. Don't waste your uh, money on mailing that stuff. I'm done with you, man. I already. Yeah. I said, it felt good, looked good, and uh, casted good, but, uh, hey, it's garbage. It, it won't hold up. That deal. I wasn't, you know, you don't have Hey, when you're having to go back in the boat and put a reel on right in the middle of a big bite, and when you're wade fishing, you're a mile from the boat, that, that ain't good. No, well, that's, you can't sell nobody that stuff. No matter no, how why many would I want reels that good, you yeah. can't sell nobody that. They'll hate me <clears throat> over it. I said, man, I can't believe he told me to buy this garbage. Well, well your credibility goes out the window when you start doing that. Now, yeah, it does. that's getting into where your word is no good. I just sold this guy some junk knowing it's junk. Mm. So... You know, there's a that ain't, that ain't even a thin line. If it don't work, it don't work. I remember no. that time me and he was waiting these coves, and man, this is when the first uh, Garcia had sent you. And they had sent us two of them, but I know for sure you had one. I don't think I had one. It was uh, that Garcia where you'd punch the button in, and the actual level line didn't move. Of course, they're all like that now, but that was one of the first. Man, right. you liked it. You was fishing, talking about how big time it was. Man, I was getting one of them. And, I don't know, about a couple hours into it, you had a little old loop or something. It caught that little black thing that made it catch to where the level line would move, and it right. went in the water. Oh, you were so mad. That was in. That was called 321 Garcia's, and you couldn't see it because the thing wouldn't. Uh, you'd have to do it with your thumb. Oh, you were so mad. That was in the Garcia. Thing never came back from that. That's been 40 years ago. Nobody still uses Garcia no more, none of us. Remember oh, that? Oh man, I remember that. I've not forgotten about that. <laughs> you said, "Hey man, some little black thing just come off of here." So, well, maybe you don't need it. He said, "No, I think I needed it." Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny, man. Yeah, we've, we've had some junk stuff over the years. It uh, it's been been a hell of a ride, Woodrow. <laughs> oh, that was that was funny, man. But you know, you you learn to just stick with your guys. You know, I'll entertain anybody's product. Look at it, if, you know, see if it's good, if it'll help somebody, help me. <clears throat> but if it don't, I ain't interested, man. Yeah, Blaine and I were talking about that a couple of weeks ago over over a couple of beers and and a dinner, and we were talking about, uh, you know, all the, all the product we have sold and millions of dollars we've made for people, and we're sitting here broke having a couple of beers over a steak and, and uh, don't have anything to show for it. <laughs> uh, we wasn't very we wasn't very smart about it, Mickey. And I, and I learned something, too. 
I've have learned something in in uh, you know we're not we're not stupid people, but our main goal in our whole life is catching that next fish. That's it. And not that, that, that we weren't good at business is we didn't take time. Man, I ain't got time for that because tomorrow I'm really just to catch some big ones. And you're worried about the weather. We never worried about that. We worried about going fishing. No, we worried about fishing and, and doing a good job and getting in, getting our boats clean for the next day, returning phone calls, and try to get some sleep and get up and do it again the next day. That's, you know. Yeah, yeah. we could have been – I think we could have done a lot better than what we did. Well, I, just, I didn't have time for marketing. You know, we'd do seminars and do all that stuff and, and what we could, but it's uh, – Number one focus is catching fish. That's just is catching that's, fish. That's, that's what people. Game, buddy. That's that's the what people pay us to do, and we that's can't guarantee exactly nothing. Right. But they pay you to be able to go. Hey, I may not be as good as these kids nowadays because there's some good ones. But I guarantee you, when we get through it that day, that was the best I had, dude. That was 110 percent, and that's well, all I got. We've always been that way. Give it all you got, and hey, some days chicken, some days feathers, some days feathers. All right, James, I got to roll out of here. I got to go to Hillman now. I've got him up next, man. I've got the double oh, man. this morning. He'll have some good stuff about Got Hillman on a Sunday, bud. He's up and at him. Well, look, uh, somebody wants to call you, James. Give him a number, my friend. All right, buddy. 409-771-7306. All right. James, all right, bro. Have enjoy. A good one. Enjoyed the conversation. See you, man. You got Thank it, buddy. You. All right. Later. All right. Now let's go to Captain Steve Hillman and see what he's up to this morning. Steve, what's going on, bud? Hey, good morning. Hey, how, you how are you, man? I'm doing great. A little chilly. Yeah, it is. A little chilly. Are you going to fish this morning in that northeast at 25 to 35? No, sir. I'm going to wax you. my boat, and I've got a little eight-pound brisket I'm going to cook, and I'm just going to hang out around here. Chef Hillman, you are a cooking <laughs> machine, man. Yeah, I don't have anything else to do. God, this yeah. rooster won't shut up over here. My neighbor has a rooster that... <laughs> Man, that thing crows all night, all day. It doesn't know anything about sun up or sundown. Can you hear that damn thing in the background? No. Nah. go inside. It's no, cold you're out fine. Here. Your phone's muffling it out. I don't hear it. Okay. I, I actually <laughs> like to hear the rooster crow down and down again. Okay. <laughs> oh, What's man. going on, brother? Oh, nothing, man. Oh, I heard just, it uh, just then. I just heard You hear that stupid thing? Yeah, He's so loud. Hey. Bright and early, baby. Get a cup of coffee and let's hear the wake up the chickens. I don't know how they sleep over there. I'm, I'm serious. That thing crows all night long. <laughs> yeah. Bucks, I've only fished. I was looking at my book a while ago. I fished seven days this month. That's it. And uh, hell, like half of that was just goofing off with, with my wife and with buddies, just wading mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, this weather is, is, I mean, it's March, you know, but. This weather's brutal, man. This wind. Last week it was. Uh, I canceled. God, I think I only ran. Uh, I ran Thursday. Was it? It was the only day yeah. I ran. But uh, I had uh, Dutch Duckett and his son Jackson. And Jackson's turned turned fourteen last month. He's been fishing me since he was like six, six or yeah, seven years old. Yeah, he's been fishing with you since he is a toddler, man. Yeah, and he's he's grown so much, man. Uh, he fished me last year. Hey, Dutch is the guy Dutch. that's good friends with Wayne, right? Yeah, his, his daddy. Yep, him and his yeah. dad. Yep, him. No, Wayne Webb. Yep. But uh, and Wayne fished me at one time when uh, they all came. I remember that. That was about, god dang, that was twelve or thirteen years ago, and it was blowing mm-hmm. like crazy. 
and uh, we put in at Fort Anahuac Park, and it was foggy. As, uh, no, it wasn't. It was foggy that morning, I think. And uh, we put in at Fort, Fort Anahuac Park and stayed right there in the mouth of the river and just absolutely annihilated them, man. That's what Wayne said. He said, Hellman's a real deal. I said, I told you. That guy's <laughs> got it together. No, that's when you couldn't you could not catch them, man. Back Steve, then, when did you he, start guiding, what, uh, in 2000? No, no, I start, no, I got my license in 02. I started Was it 02? I know you've I mean, been I really, around a while. I, I went kind of full-time. You know, I was still kind of working for Dad in 04, but but um, really got serious about oh four oh five. So, you know, well, but, you've, um, you've you've been through some good stuff. You've seen you've seen the potential of this bay system. Yeah, no, I've I've seen. I haven't seen what maybe what you guys have seen, but I've seen it. You know, I was fishing a long time before that, but but I've seen it pretty darn. I remember good. the first time I ever met you was at Fort Anahuac Park. We were all there cleaning fish, man. <laughs> and I told James, I said, I like that Hillman dude. He's, he's, he's got his head screwed on right. He knows his business. <laughs> and I'd watch you operate uh, out there. I said, that guy knows how to fish. Yeah. I don't know about all that. But I yeah. Just, like, James, on, like, James, like, well, like James was saying, there's, there's, there's plenty of people better than us. And, but I tell you, at the end of the day, we know, we know we gave it 110%. You know, we didn't we didn't leave anything out there. That's for damn sure. Yeah, you're not but, a look uh, down guy. <laughs> no, man, I'm not a clock watcher either. I hate clock like watcher to look down. Hey, boys, wrap them up. I know we're on nine pounders every cast, but it's twelve o'clock. We got to go. Time's up. Yeah, there's no short timers on my boat, man. I'm usually no. last one in. But it's like uh, Thursday. I didn't want to go. I told Dutch, you know, I canceled. I canceled last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Now, look, we're drifting. It's drifting trips, and that just doesn't work in that 20, 30-mile-an-hour yeah. winds. I think one day, 42. We had gusts at 42 at the North Jetty. But at any rate, Thursday, I uh, had Dutch and, and Jack, and and, and uh, I told Dutch the day before, I looked at that forecast, and it said it was going to be gusting to 35. And I called Dutch. I said, dude, this ain't going to work. I said, we're we can't drift in this. We cannot. I can't do anything with y'all in this, especially in March. You know, it's just everything's back and forth. Water temperatures back and forth. Blah blah blah. All these excuses, but it's all true. And he said, "All right." You know, he's kind of mule lipped over the whole deal, and because uh, his boy really wanted to go, and and uh, hung up. And then I don't know. It was probably four or five hours later that day. He texts me, and he said, "Man, is there any way?" Is there anywhere we can go? Because Jackson's off. He doesn't have baseball. He doesn't have school. He really right. wants to go, even if we can just catch a couple of fish. I said, man, I don't even know if I can catch two fish in this stuff, you know. But at any rate, we ended up going. And uh, it wasn't as bad Thursday morning as what it was supposed to be. It was like 17 or 18. Right. And it was south, southeast. It was almost straight south. And um, it did kick, kick up. About I guess about ten o'clock it kicked up to about twenty to twenty five. It was it was pretty gnarly, but man, we didn't have a fish, and it was going to be a half day. Talking about short timers, where I'm going with this stuff, it was going to be a little short half day, and uh, at eleven o'clock, I'd hooked a red and I'd hooked a trout and I lost both of them, and then we had something else on. I think it was a flounder, but we didn't have a fish at eleven o'clock. We started fishing around I guess seven seven thirty. 
And, uh, man, I'm going all over God's creation. What, what few places I could even fish in that wind, you know, and the water was gnarly everywhere. It looked like a Hershey bar everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we did have some extra water in the bay. So we did, we found some areas that would normally be kind of off color. It had a little, little hint of green to them. And, uh, man, I pulled my hair out and I said, one last stop, dude. I said, I don't know what, I don't know what to do. You know, I mean, there are certain areas we'd go jump out maybe and catch something, but we're drifting. We're not waiting. And, uh, man, I hit one of my wintertime spots, and uh, first cast, Jackson catches a three-pound trout. Then Dutch catches one about two pounds. Then I catch one about four pounds. I'm like, God dang, this these fish aren't supposed to be here. You know, water temperature was 62, 63 degrees. And um, anyway, we didn't set the world on fire. We, we, we lived on that stuff for like three hours and caught jackson caught 39 inch red we caught seven legal trout and lost a few and then we caught a couple of flounder only one keeper but uh but it saved my day and uh those fish ought to be in there a lot better now that it, the water temperature dropped I yeah that old water, water temperature this morning was around 56 57 yeah it's, uh it's cooling on down Steve, let me do my top of the hour break and national anthem. Okay. And I'll come back to you. We'll continue on. Hang with me, man. Okay. Get another cup. All right. All right, buddy. All right. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. Top of the hour break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.